0: Did you know that the first widely distributed review mirror for automobiles was sold as a quote, cop spotter? Well, let's talk about it. Welcome to Design Dive, the podcast that explores design that's all around us every Wednesday in just 10 to 15 minutes, so you can get on with your day. My name is Chris Downs, and whether you're a designer or just simply curious about how design impacts our everyday life, you're in the right place. So let's dive in. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the review mirror, where it came from and maybe multiple iterations that brought us the mirror that we have today. We all use review mirrors regularly. When we're driving, it's a staple of cars today, but where did the mirrors come from and what's the thought that went into the design of it? Now, mirrors didn't start showing up into cars until the early 1920s, but we think of the rearview mirror as some sort of device that helps aid in the safety of driving. But in 1921, it was more of an aid to know when you needed to start driving safely. So let's talk about the guy... That made this mirror widely available and really marketed it to bring us the the mirrors that we have today, a man by the name of Elmer C. A Berger was born in St. Louis and studied electrical engineering at the University of Pennsylvania. Now, after he graduated, he moved to Southern California and established the Berger and Company and by 1921 he was making and selling the review mirror as an accessory for the automobile now originally he would market this as being the quote cop spotter and retailed it in hardware stores for around four dollars at the time the mirror was featured in a short article in the hardware world plumbing and heating if you want to get specific volume 15 The mirror was described as having a strong plate glass mirror measuring three inches by seven inches and attached to the top of the windshield. And once it was attached, the mirror was adjustable. Now, what we would think of the mirror today, but the retail price specifically at the time this article was written was three dollars and 50 cents. If we adjust that for inflation, that's about 56, almost fifty seven dollars that's a pretty hefty investment for a device that you're putting in your car. You really need to spell out why it matters. Now, at the time, the article praised burger and his relationships within the hardware industry. And with that comment, we assume that he had other products that he was also selling in hardware stores that predated the mirror for the burger and company. Now let's talk about the patent for this mirror. Was Elmer Berger the one who invented it? The answer is no. When I was digging deeper, it seems like he applied for the patent twice, but he never really officially received it. But that didn't stop him from selling it and having it be successful. Berger accomplished popularizing the addition of mirrors to cars, which eventually, yes, aided in safety and really brought it to the world. But his, quote, cop spotter was only just to be recognized as the first widely marketed auto mirror. And it wasn't the first to be attached to early automobiles. So let's talk about some of the firsts and where this originally came from. The first well-known use of the review mirror in cars was was a race car driven in the very first Indianapolis 500 held in 1911. Ray Heron was driving in the Indianapolis built Marmon Wasp, a crowd favorite. Now the rules of the day specified that drivers were to be accompanied in their car by their mechanics. So that in case the car broke down, there was a mechanic right there that was able to hop out get whatever that was needed to be fixed, repaired, hop back in and continue the race. But when the car was in motion, it was also the mechanic's job to keep an eye on behind the car and to the side to inform the driver of what was coming up around him. If there was a car approaching him from behind, if they were coming from the side, that was this mechanic's job. But Heron had a plan. He didn't expect his car to break down. He was pretty confident that the car would work properly, but he convinced officials to let him install a rear-facing mirror to replace the need for a mechanic. Now, sorry to the mechanics of the time. They lost their jobs. But you would think less weight in the car would mean faster speed, right? So Heron was playing with every advantage that he could to help aid him in the race. And so the officials went along with it and said that he could have a review mirror in the car. So what happened, Harun won the first Indy 500 race. Now you would think, great, he had a lighter car which increased his speed and he also had a mirror to replace the need for a mechanic keeping an eye on the rear, so great. Did that strategy work? Well, it turned out not exactly, not the way that he originally had planned. Later, Heron said that the mirror did him no good. In 1911, the raceway in the Indianapolis 500 was called the, the Brickyard. And so the surface that they chose to make this track out of was brick. Heron explained that his car, when it would roll over brick after brick, would create these vibrations that were so strong that the mirror was just bouncing in the car and he wasn't even able to make sense of what picture was being shown in the mirror. So to him, the mirror was totally useless that entire race, but his car was lighter. So that probably influenced him being able to win the race. Now, when asked how he came up with such an innovative idea, uh, A lot of people thought, oh, you're such an inventor. You came up with this great idea for your mirror. Haran, he took no credit. He said that in 1904, he saw a driver of a horse-drawn buggy using a rearview mirror. So he thought, hey, that's a great idea and copied it, installed one on his race car. So who's the original inventor of the mirror? I don't think we have a definitive answer. There's a lot of different influences, each that had their own reason for using the mirror. Now, to prove that point, there's some other experiments with review mirrors that we have in history, long before Heron and Berger um, started experimenting with mirrors in cars. And that dates all the way back to 1906. A European car, the Argus, had dash mirrors installed. That's one example of a car dating before then that had some sort of contraption like that. Also, the first U.S. patent on a review mirror was issued in 1914 to Chester A. Weed of Brooklyn. His patent was for a, quote, mirror attached for automobiles to avoid blind spots. In the patent application, he also noted that mirrors could also be used to help create reflections so that other cars would be able to easily spot cars on the road. The application also described the mirror reducing the size of images so that images behind them would look smaller than they really were, allowing for the driver to have a more complete view behind them. Later on, other marketers would recommend mirror for even just women doing makeup in the car if they forget their mirror in their bag no worries you have a travel mirror with you at all times so really there are so many different ideas that were promoting the use of this mirror so let's fast forward to today since that time we have hundreds of different patented alterations to the review mirror as we know it today they have different signals that tell you when a driver's in your blind spot there's even cameras and displays being installed in these mirrors so that you can see everything behind you without the need to even look back there's really so many different ways this mirror has been implemented and which one's the correct one well whichever one you prefer we learn here that yes each situation used mirrors in a different way. Was there one group that was particularly right? Well, not necessarily. You could probably argue safety is the most important thing. Well, at the time they felt like, Hey, being able to spot a cop from behind me, that's the most important thing. Really? What's important about design is that you're designing for the needs right now. Ultimately, those needs changed, whether it was in a race, whether it was spotting a cop, those needs changed. And yes, now the main priority is safety. But the next time that you see your review mirror in your car, whether it's you use the mirror to spot cops behind you to do your makeup or use it in a race, I hope not, you can now appreciate the thought that went into the design of the review mirror. And that's our dive. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow the channel, leave a rating or review, and follow this podcast on social media for updates on new episodes every week. But until next time, keep learning, stay inspired, and remember, design is all around us. See ya.